Welcome to Embrace the Jiggle with Jade Coolia. This is episode one, my founding story. Hello, I am so, so glad you're here with me and that I can hang out with you in your ear for a little bit. Um, I want you to know that this episode is exactly what it's titled, The Founding Story. So yes, this episode is going to be a bit of information about me, which I know may not feel as helpful for you, but I do want you to um, stick with me and understand that I want to give that this background so that you understand a little bit more of what you're getting into if you continue to listen, um, which I hope you do, of course. Um, a couple of housekeeping things, just so you know, I like to be real. And so there will be little editing on this. You're, you're going to get pretty much me as I am. Um, and I hope that you can enjoy that and just embrace whatever little things may come up. So let's start back kind of the history, right? So my I started dancing um, hula and Tahitian when I was young. My grandma was a professional who taught her daughters, and then my mom and, and auntie then taught me and my cousins. And um, it's kind of become a really fun family thing that we cling to this little bit of Hawaiian blood that we have. Um, so I grew up dancing with my cousins and performing um, we performed mostly here in Utah, and I loved it. I drove 45 minutes weekly to go to class and to practice, and it was wonderful. Um, I did that basically all of growing up. Um, and then right after high school, I moved to Hawaii. Um, I had always dreamt of going to BYU Hawaii and dancing at the Polynesian Cultural Center, and I was so lucky that I did get to do that. Um, so I ditched out right after I graduated and moved to Hawaii by myself, which is so crazy sometimes thinking about because I'm not the most adventurous person sometimes. <laughs> um, anyways, I spent eight months there and it was just a dream. I, I did love it. There were, we'll get into it, I'm sure in other episodes, but it was a wonderful experience. And then, um, I moved back to Utah and a couple years later, I met my husband, Neil. Um, and we entered into this like total grown up busy world, right? Of continuing with school, planning a wedding, um, working full time. And I stopped dancing at that point temporarily because of the time commitment, um, driving to and from practices and shows. It just felt like a lot, right? Maybe you've felt that before. <laughs> There's a lot going on in life. Um, so, I got married, and and three months after getting married, um, I had intentions of dancing again eventually when it felt like life was going to settle down. <laughs> um, but three months after getting married, my sweet cousin David um, was my partner who I danced with, and he ended up passing away unexpectedly in a motorcycle accident. Um, very young. And at that point, that was really, really hard for me. Um, and I found myself stopping, stopping all dance. Um, we would even, we went out on a few like ballroom dance dates and I just couldn't dance. It was painful. Um, and so you, so I just paused, I paused and I put myself in and my head in other things. Um, so jump to 2018. 
Um, at this point, I had been married for six years. I had my oldest son and I bought a home in 2015. Now, that was a chaotic time in my life. <laughs> I ended up with shingles when he was just two months old and out of stress. And obviously, hindsight, all the things going on mentally um, at that point, but I just chalked it up to stress. <laughs> Um, I ended up with my first round of postpartum depression kick in when he was just a few months old. Um, although, like I said, I just, I figured it was regular stress. Um, and so that's what I would say to people on the outside. It's just regular stress, but on the inside, I knew I just wanted alone time and I couldn't quite figure out why I didn't feel like me yet. Um, so then I, I was working from home full time for the next three years, um, with my son there at home. I ended up miscarrying a baby, um, shortly after, and I found myself in another cycle of postpartum depression. And this time I knew what it was, which was really helpful. Um, and certainly, you know, I didn't recognize myself physically or emotionally, um, but I did have a piece in my mind that recognized that this was postpartum depression kicking in. I had taken on some new activities with my husband that I loved, and I embraced motherhood and the ups and downs. Um, but ultimately, I realized I had stopped doing what made me feel like me, dancing hula and Tahitian. Now, maybe that's silly, um, but it was something that I had known my whole life. I knew that I loved it and I stopped because I allowed it to slip lower and lower on my priority list. Now, I tried getting healthy at this point um, after that miscarriage. I had some quote-unquote scale success, <laughs> but I still dealt with lots of ups and downs. Um, I did, however, make it a point to move my body more than I had been doing and I dabbled in meditation and the self-improvement world, and I was feeling pretty good. Um, and then later that year, I got pregnant with my second son, and I noticed within only a few weeks that my perinatal depression, um, which is a legit form of depression um, that is created when you are pregnant, it's not just hormones, <laughs> um, my perinatal depression was coming back. And it was coming back again, and it was coming back worse than ever. Um, but again, I recognized it, I knew, and I knew what it was. Now, it was during this pregnancy that I hit my rock bottom mentally. And as scary as it is to put this out there, I say it in hopes to help you know that you are not alone. I went through that pregnancy trying to do my best, but still ended up having to have my husband hide the leftover pain meds from my miscarriage because I felt like everyone would be better off if I wasn't around. My depression sunk deep and it was scary. Um, and now, of course, I am so thankful because I knew that my husband was a safe space and would do anything to help me through this very, very uncharted territory. Um, now the scary thing about this situation is that most people probably didn't even know that this was happening. I had gotten so good at the outward smile while actually hiding 
or maybe ignoring pain in my heart because of what my brain was doing. My chemicals were off, which created some really ugly, ugly negative thoughts and self-talk. And I knew I had to stay honest with my small circle of support and myself. Now, luckily, I had been in the self-reflection world a bit at this point, so I still had a side of my mind that knew what I was feeling and thinking wasn't logical. I had a bit of practice already, and I used that tiny bit of light to get through that pregnancy, along with the help of my husband and family, and finally accepted it was a happy thing um, two weeks prior to my youngest son being born. And he, of course, ended up being the greatest blessing of sunshine that I didn't really know that I needed at that time. So what what did I do as my son grew and I stepped into postpartum depression once again? At this point, baby comes out, perinatal depression goes away, right? And I'm back to happy land? (laughs) Not so much. Um, I just transferred over into postpartum depression. Um, And I say that now because there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, I got help really quick. I talked to my doctor almost immediately about meds. I continued to look inward at my thoughts and feelings and practiced being aware of what I was feeling and experiencing. I took things one moment at a time, not one day at a time one moment at a time. And I moved my body. I tried to get outside more. I made sure to drink water. And I really, really focused on my breath. I set boundaries for some relationships that weren't helping my anxiety. And I went to therapy. So that brings us to the beginning of 2020, pre-COVID, just before COVID. (laughs) And I found myself feeling a bit more stable, wondering if it was time to wean off my meds to see if my brain was going to start firing the chemicals properly on its own yet. And I was really okay either way. Um, I felt good about the work I had done mentally, but I had a few lingering things that I needed to process through. So I went to this therapist with two things in my mind that I needed to work through. And they were revolving around other people. Um, Well, of course, she dug and found a major pain point that I didn't realize that I had buried. I was not being kind to myself at all. Like at all. And she introduced me to the practice of self-compassion. Now, initially, I laughed at her. How kind of me, I know. But little did I know it would become a message that I feel so called to share with you after seeing the impact that it has had on my mental health. This shift in mindset began to open my eyes to so many things. And this mindset that I'm referring to is this idea of self-compassion, being so kind to yourself and allowing whatever you're experiencing to be held in this balanced awareness. So I realized or rather remembered 
how much I had missed doing something that was so deeply rooted in my heart to bring so much joy. Um, And I decided that I needed to change that. I needed to speak kindly to myself and I needed to find something that made me happy. Um, I had finally gotten to a really good place where I practiced being aware of my feelings, my experiences, and I thought about what kind of mom, wife, and woman I really wanted to be. I dove into not only formal meditations, but mindful living, recognizing that if I wanted to feel the way I used to, energetic, happy, lighthearted, fun, all the happy things, (laughs) I really needed to start in my mind and stop obsessing over my body and the physical things that were that I was going through. I needed to be kinder to myself. Now luckily, COVID world gave me lots of opportunities to practice positivity and compassion, and I have found the happiness and spark I once missed. So much so that I started my business March of 2021 on my 30th birthday, in fact. And of course, as you know, I'm sure you've figured out it's with Jade Kulia and uh, it's hula based. Yes, but so much more. Um, And I have just found a spark and a message that I want to share with all other women of all ages. This was one thing that I really needed to implement. It didn't cost anything other than the time I'd spent learning on my own. And it was work that I could do in my head as a stay-at-home working mom. And all it took was some intentional effort and an open mind. And I'm talking about the piece of self-compassion. It doesn't cost anything, just the open mind and a willingness to change. So I want you to know that it is so possible to go from unhappy, dark, or numb day-to-day where you feel you are so focused on helping everyone else that you forget to take care of you to a really fulfilled, humble, self-loving space where you embrace everything you do with a compassionate mindset. You see, isolation will not help. Negative self-talk will not help. And it certainly will not motivate you. Kindness, self-kindness, is where it's at. Kindness through your struggles, kindness to yourself, And kindness surrounding you while you embrace the jiggle of life. So thank you so much for joining me and hearing some of my backstory. I'm sure you will hear more and more as we continue to evolve. Um, But I want you to know that this podcast will not be all about me. But I just needed to be real with you so you know where all of this stems from and why I feel it's so important to help you embrace your own journey of self-compassion while you begin to embrace the jiggle, the ups and downs of life that you are currently experiencing. So stick with me and remember that no matter what you are feeling right now, there is so much good 
just around the corner. And it's all going to start with little adjustments in your mind. Thank you so much for listening and letting me spend some time with you today. Remember, it is most important that you embrace your own journey of self-compassion, self-reflection, and self-kindness as you learn to embrace the jiggle and become the best version of you. I will talk to you soon.